Cameo Radio. Welcome to another episode of Cameo Radio Coffee Shop Talk, but this one's a little different, isn't it, Danny? Slightly. Well, we couldn't find a coffee shop that was open. And uh, so now we're having a tailgate party. Tailgate talk. It's a tailgate talk. And where are we? We're up at Sucker Lookout overlooking our beautiful valley in Hundred Mile House. It's a pretty nice spot. Looking out towards the 108 in the highway. And behind us here we have the Sucker Lake. It's a beautiful spot. It's a beautiful spot. And it's really been opened up from the clear cutting, you know. It's a mm-hmm. nice view down the back side of this hill across all of that. Yeah, that was interesting getting up here. It's changed a lot in the last year. And speaking of a year, it's been a year since we were up here last. Absolutely, and a lot's changed. Oh boy, has it ever. And a lot's developed in terms of the RLN. That has been an interesting journey. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I think we've got a whole other episode coming up about that one, about letting it develop, letting the journey unfold instead of forcing it and pressing it you know bringing it back bring you got to bring the hero's journey back absolutely and and doing good works that's right doing something with it you've got to do something with it you know if you Mm -hmm. go on an adventure in life you want to bring something back yeah we just had a really great evening last night at the clinton rodeo dance it was a great dance awesome musicians really great bands great uh, people particularly the last band and uh, we'll share a link to them in this in this podcast i think it's really enjoyable really good country music absolutely it was really great to be in a doing a thing we kept saying we're doing a thing we're doing a thing it's a happening it was a that was a happening it was a great time yeah i i saw people there that i haven't seen in a while Mm -hmm. and uh the joke was hey cam who let you out of the house (laughs) but uh, i had a blast yeah we were there with some friends. Yeah, it was really good. And we were able recommend. to connect deeper with somebody who's on that journey. She's in that, on that spiritual path, right. on that, walking it very clearly. You got to hear her story. Right. And it ties in really, really well with one of the episodes that we're going to release soon, in addition to the RCMP story. And oh, yes. yes. Really going to clear up some things for people about how did we get here to the point where the RCMP are now being completely disbanded? It actually ties into, like we just said, letting the path, like letting the journey unfold, like we've been doing with the RLN. Mm-hmm. We were there last night. We had an absolute gas. This morning we had awesome conversations. She had some remarkable stuff. Remarkable. About the RCMP and yeah. some of the background and also some remarkable stories that tie into another episode we're going to do. Yeah. Right. So Amazing. Just incredible. And that's really part of it. You know, what are we bringing back from these journeys? And that's yeah. part of it. That's the real life. That's the real life network right there that there's absolutely no way that you could compel or script something like that to just find you. Yeah. At the backside of a rodeo campground. Right. So speaking of which, while we were in Clinton, we came across the uh, we stopped at the sugar shack oh great stuff love and robert's work there yeah amazing food obviously for anyone who's been there they know uh, but we while we were there we grabbed a clinton lariat yes a copy of the clinton lariat which is a great little free paper absolutely and clinton's yeah. a great town to host that too because it's 
awesome little town. Great mayor, yeah, nice people. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. They've got um they've got a vision and a cohesive uh, sense of their community, I think. They have it very well pulled together. So hopefully that's something that uh, we can help work on in the future. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So that was great. And we uh, ran into a couple uh, fellas in the force themselves. And they're having a poutine. Right. Yeah. They're part of that force. Now there's power versus force this is an important aspect of things. Yeah. They're part of that force, but you know, they were, they were actually, they seemed like good guys. They seemed like good, good fellows. And, you know, we chat them up about the dance. And then of course, as soon as we got to the dance, who were there? There they, they showed were. up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Our local RCMP detachment. And really great story also around the fire. Um, I can't remember his last name, but I believe his name is Jeff. And I believe he works here in Hunter Mile on the forest. I kind of recognized him. Perhaps I worked with him on the fires at some point. Mm. But there was a couple people who live in Clinton who recognized him and specifically gave him a shout out saying that he was hands down the best um, member of the RCMP that had ever lived in their community. Wow. And what was their That's testament not, to that? Nothing. Yeah. He threw himself into the community. Mm-hmm. He engaged in the community in a way that they had never known and they haven't known since. No. And then what did he do? He still returns to the dance every year. Yeah, he was that big tall fella. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I shook his hand. He shook my hand. Yeah, yeah actually, it was a really good little chat. So talk about real life. Yeah. That's the real stuff. That's the real deal. That's the real stuff. And what is he doing? We're having a chat, and there's an old fellow there who's an old hippie from back in the day talking about how he got fried from doing acid back in the day. And we're all just having a laugh about it. Yeah. And he's like, I wouldn't be the man I was today if I hadn't. And we're like, well, we're glad you're here. Glad you're here still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh so yeah, you just, you, yeah, it's the real life. You know? Yeah. These was... polarities get together and it's just a good time. Mm-hmm. It was a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to be able to have opposite polarities come together and have a good time mm-hmm. instead of these little insular bubbles mm-hmm. you know, how do you fix that up Full of conflict and, oh it can just, or unresolved conflict it's unresolved whether the bubble is the individual person which we were talking about mm. on our way down there oh yeah we were yeah in a in in even in um in couples where one person is completely unaware of the other person what they're even doing. What they're even doing, yeah. yeah. How can you be in a partnership and not know what your partner's doing? Yeah. Oh, so. that's true. But I mean, you know. Insular bubbles. Yeah. It can are. be in ourselves. It can be in our friends. It could be in our community. Yeah. It could be... We are independent beings. It could but... be our country. It could be... Oh, it's... Really, I think it's meant to be the earth. That's the microcosmic, macrocosmic kind of, you know. Yeah. As above, so below, in a single individual, in a relationship, in a global, you know, national cosmic mm-hmm. how big can this go how big can it go yeah. we are just tiny dots floating through an infinite universe where our lives are just a blip of time that sometimes it's not about anything crazy like we don't have to be crazy oh right yeah because people can feel crazy right you can feel crazy and all this and but sometimes it's not that sometimes it's literally just fat checks and great sex well, that makes life worth living. And like finding a farmer husband, because that's what you want in life. There was a lot of that at the dance last night. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow. There was a lot of great ladies there. It's not always... Looking for some great guys. You gotta be crazy and on this massive Oh, the whatever. woo. We've talked about the woo in other right? episodes. Right? It's not always about the woo. The no. woo is fun and can go into it. Make sure to come back. And sometimes it's not about that. Sometimes it's literally just about... Good quality relationships. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Whether it's friends, family, intimate partnerships. Any of that. Even a good relationship with your banker. With your banker. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get payroll done? Well, let's hope that they don't dislike you because they could start playing dirty pool. Well, what would happen if somebody got so deep in conflict, internal conflict, in their own psyche, in their own soul, from diverging from their life's path, you know, going to the job that you hate, doing the stuff that just cripples you and erodes your being, mm-hmm. or, or doing things that you know are morally and ethically unsound that lead a person into internal chaos... Would you want to keep going or would you be like, please vaporize me? I just want to be stardust. Well, when we were driving up the hill here, mm. we were driving through the cut block. Oh, it was just and a butcher I said, pile. And I said to you, I said, this is why I had to leave the industry. Right, because you were in forestry. I was in forestry for, yeah. well, I mean, upwards of 18 years. And I just couldn't watch it be done so conventionally poorly right. anymore. I mean, you just couldn't watch anymore, right? I couldn't watch knowing that I was a participant in it. Well, that's a big part. No. I can I can drive through it now, come make a comment on it, be at peace with it, but I couldn't be a participant in it. Yeah, I would find it to be difficult to be a participant in that. And that's mm. like, that's it, you know. How far into something can you go before... You say, this is, this is wrong. This isn't it. This is not me. Even maybe it's not wrong, but it's just not me. It's not me. Yeah. Right. And then you probably see better forestry practice or saw better for you. <laughs> Driving up that hill, I guarantee you, you saw better forestry practices that could have been done. Oh yeah. What we saw here was absurd. I suspect it's private land. So who, who, who knows? knows right? Who knows? Yeah. There's water pouring out onto the road at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. You know, that whole hillside's going to be a road now. And it's in a spot where nobody will see. But the thing about it is that if you can get up that hill, then um, you can come to this beautiful spot. Exactly. And it really is a beautiful spot. I would call this a sacred space in our area. So we're getting through clear cuts to make it to a sacred space. Yeah, we had to clear away all the debris that was just left on the road. That's true. But luckily we've got a a big truck. Mm -hmm. So that's fun. So we came home from Glendon. It was a good time. Yeah. When we took the drive home, it was a really short drive back, it was really fast. But Somehow uh, time moves faster, you know, and that's something I was reading earlier. I'll get into that later. Yeah. Hubble Space Telescope stuff. Oh, right. The expansion of the universe is speeding up. It's speeding up, yeah. So is the rotation of the planet. It's speeding up. Mm. But uh, but it was a quick drive home, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And we came home, we came home, we got back into town, and of course there were, we were going to sit down and do a, start the episode. Right. At your house. At my house, but there was a mysterious knock on the door and there was nobody there. There was nobody there. And a mysterious private phone call, nobody there. It was very odd. And a conflict of nothing. Of nothing. nothing, For nothing. Just ridiculous. And and then we went into the backyard. Yeah, and maybe we could do that there. And then there was crows. There was a murder of crows that just would not be quiet. They decided that we were not doing an episode there. So we figured we'd go for a drive. Yeah. Maybe we'd go down to the 108 Heritage site where we've done coffee shop talks before, but mm-hmm. they were closed and we oh, figured... yeah, of course. Yeah, we... Yeah. Well, why don't we check out Sucker Lookout? Well, we actually had a... We were going to do a trampoline. A bit of a brainwave to do it on a trampoline, on a friend of ours' trampoline. Yeah. But they weren't answering. No answer so there. So finally we ended up... Let's go back to Sucker Lookout. And turns out it's a year. It's an annual visit. It so here turns we are out, again. You know, yeah. and we could have gone here or there, this or that, but we came here and we realized once we showed up, once we cleared the road, once we climbed the hill, I don't think anybody's been up here in quite a while. Yeah. 
I don't think anybody could drive through that. Yeah, I think quads have been up here. That's oh, why it's quads. all. That's why it's all cut. But yeah, no trucks probably. Probably not. I but again, it wasn't until we got up here that we realized why we're up here. Mm. It's an annual visit. It's an annual visit. There you yeah. go. And we've got another thing coming up, but it might be a little bit early to get into any of the detail. Yeah. But we've been asked to help with something that we spoke about almost like a premonition yeah. last year yeah. when we were here. I think so, yeah. yeah. And now we've been asked to do it. And yeah. it completely lines up with this whole RLN project. The Real Life Network, absolutely. It's just amazing. And yeah. I'm so happy to be part of that RLN. You know, that network is great it's not just responsive to corporate it's responsive to people oh it's going to link people together yeah. in the most incredible of ways yeah and and help look at the historical because what is this where we providence. are the historical providence so this spot even though this is a privately owned spot <laughs> and perhaps the ownership maybe doesn't want people coming. People still come here. People will gate down there. If there's but it's a open. gate, and if it doesn't matter, people will still come up here. They'll walk up. They'll, <laughs> they'll climb. Make they'll, a new road. Get ropes. Make a new like. It's this just place, a thing. This it's a place sacred is, spot. It is a sacred spot, and yeah. and this whole area is just completely occupied by the salt of the earth rednecks of the caribou. <laughs> Some of the best people yeah. I've ever met. Yeah. Well, and there's some pretty good city folks too. Yeah, we talked about that as well down in Clinton there. The, yeah. All the spots with the center of the universe. And, oh, it's amazing. We should yeah. go to the center of the universe yeah, we'll and do make, one. make a trip down We'll do a special time. episode for that we one. We've got too. stories about that place. Oh, oh there my. are stories. Oh, and that's something I think we can mention in this coffee shop tailgate episode. Uh, we're working on a book, Five Worlds. Right. That was also a year ago. We're going to have to write books. We're, like, we're yeah, writing books. We're writing books. We didn't really know what exactly. I mean, I'm I was like, what about one. my life? I don't want to write about my life. Ugh. I was like, oh, yeah, but your life's interesting. <laughs> I'd read your book but, uh, and I will read your book. But, yeah. We've been asked by, by somebody. Tasked again. Tasked. We keep getting these tasks. Yeah. By a very tasked. remarkable individual, yeah. you know, who, who we read his will and Testament mm -hmm. and he'd like to keep his name out of it mm -hmm, but definitely. it is a ukadia text yeah so that's pretty cool yeah so, honored really yeah i think we could just call it five worlds well that is what we're doing mm -hmm. five worlds it's fascinating stuff we're in the process of reading yapa mm -hmm. which is fascinating that's about the original law the aboriginals of australia the original law of the first original peoples of yes. the first original culture yeah which is Australia. Australia. And that's the thing. There's all of these different spiritual collectives of people from, what is it, the raw material from, you know, the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. uh, there's then the people, uh, the saltwater people, Yapa, mm -hmm. the, the aboriginals of Australia. Uh, there's the Lieber clan glass, Terra, right? The Celts. Mm -hmm. uh, the five worlds are the aboriginal people of Turtle Island, North America. Yeah. And uh, there's just all of these amazing journeys of people. And there's been so much conflict in the pre in this past era that we've maybe we're coming out of or we've been living in where it's been our way or the highway. Oh. And these these warring factions of spiritual wars and just it's a disaster. Just a disaster. And I literally had a woman message me today who I've been chatting with for a few months 
And she just finally today was like, you know what? This Action for Canada thing and this Tanya Gaw lady, she's a zealot Christian and she just wants everyone to be a Christian and she wants the whole government to be to be zealot Christian. Right. And she just was like, it's not right. Everybody has a place. And it's just silly. Right. And it's like, so how do we, what's the system behind that to, to say it is all of that. It's right. both. And it's both. And it's, yeah. it is. And it is not, not. <laughs> read Yappa. That's some good stuff. Yappa's we'll put really a link good. to yeah, that we'll book. It's, but what's a hundred something pages. Yeah. It's not a very big book, but yeah. wow. Very fascinating. Good, good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the action for Canada, there's a lot of these sort of divisive movements. You know, we have to charge in this direction. We have to charge in that direction. And uh, they all seem to have some kind of a spiritual collective behind them. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about pirates. I was talking about oh, pirates. Trolls last night. We're trolls. Talking about trolls. We're talking about trolls, like troll people, like couch trolls, internet trolls. Internet trolls, literally. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had a fairly good authority. You know, part of my uh, journey in this is that I've come to know a troll king very well. And mm-hmm. he's an inter... Uh, you know, international um, troll master. Wow. Yeah, he's 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 taken it pretty far. But uh, most people will be like, "Well, that's not nothing." But it, well, that is nothing. But it's also not nothing. It's it's kind of ridiculous. Oh, there's pirates. Oh, there's pirates. Yeah, and reforming who... pirates. I know a reforming pirate. Yeah. And so I didn't understand what you meant by it's not pirates. Like peg leg wooden ship yeah, so sail th- the vast sea. Not like that. I think it would be good if you could explain that. Yeah, because it's more of a spiritual collective. I mean, if you look at somebody, you don't know if they're a pirate. You don't know if they're a troll. You don't know if they're a zealot Christian. You don't know. Right. Just by looking at somebody, it's their orientation that does it. Mm-hmm. So pirates look at ways of repurposing. They always want to destroy something, right? They learn through destructive mechanisms. They themselves aren't harmful or destructive for the most part, but they will take what isn't theirs. They will give what isn't theirs. They will do things in a way that's destructive to the contemporary system. Mm. And so one of the things that I've seen are like anarchist houses. Uh, I saw this in Vancouver when Mm -hmm. I was younger. I'd go to some houses and they're anarchist houses and they were typically occupied by these people who identified as pirates and i was just like what is this cosplay but they didn't wear you know the army tim shiver me timbers hats right. and they got the peg leg but they probably pirate. probably literally flew a pirate flag though they did and they really <laughs> liked the romantic pirate vision they were like oh it's really great you know kind of like a zealot christian likes the idea of christ you know sandals and a nice easy going outfit well and i think too yeah they're just <laughs> obvious yeah you know, some things look appealing to people, but they don't necessarily embody it in themselves. Right. And that was something you talked about, is that you're actually embodying mm-hmm. your path in life, mm-hmm. embodying that. So it's not just some fantasyful vision, bringing it back and making it real. Mm-hmm. So I know some of these pirates that do, if you gave them a pirate hat or an eye patch, they'd be so happy and they would wear it. <laughs> wow. I it's think just... I've had a, I think I am a reformed pirate. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, we probably all are. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the process, yeah. you know. Does and a child all, not learn? And we all have those kind of components to us. Absolutely. Right? We, yeah. That's the thing. That's, like you were saying earlier, those little divisive things, you know, but really there's a kind of a unity to it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all go through it. And sometimes there's conflicts that come out of nothing. Yeah. What do we do when we're kids? Yeah, we play. We go through it. Um, One of the ladies that we were hanging out with last night, she's like, if this whole gender 
modification thing had been around when she was going through her tomboy phase. Not only would her parents have not been able to stop her, her doctor wouldn't have even talked to her about it, and they would have started chopping her breasts off and given her gender modification therapy. By the time she comes out of her tomboy phase, she's so messed up. Right. And I'm like, wow. So what are these phases and, and what's the natural path rather than forcing and pressuring those things? Right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's going to be a really good episode. Mm-hmm. I think. Some great interviews to go in. There. I think so. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I know a few people that have gone through that gender modification process and that's what they wanted. And they thought about it for a long time mm-hmm. and they never changed their mind and they did it and they're very happy now. Right. But I know other people that have gone through that process and second guessed themselves and stepped in and out of it. And they are wrecks. Right. Just racks. Going in and out. In and out. You can't just, you can't halfway commit to a gender modification. But but with anything. I mean, with with anything. With anything, you can't halfway. I just say woof because I'm like, I can't imagine what that would do to me. But I'm not even with anything that you're working on if you halfway in. Look at, we, Uh, I was talking to my, my good friend um, at the co-op there. And he's on his way out and it's time. He has, he knows he is on his way out of the operation. That's the path for him. That's the path for him. But he's, he's maybe had to stay literally just a couple days too long. What happened? He rolled his ankle Mm -hmm. and. That's why they say get when the getting's good. Get when the getting's good. And what happened to me? Well, I cut my finger off. Yeah, you did. You lost part of your finger. I, I, I held pressing. pressing, I held on to too much for too long Mm -hmm. instead of letting some of it go Mm -hmm. and trusting that the universe had it and that the people were coming and the people are there. Like they're literally there right now doing it. They're literally doing it. Yeah. And the people that want to be there will fill the places Mm -hmm. So make room for them. Yeah. And trust that you will be, that the universe will make room for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that process. No. It's absolutely beautiful. Just like this lookout. Oh, and it's just an incredible day. It is sunny. It's sunny. The grass is green now. It's so We have some mountain juniper. And we have dandelions that have already turned to seeds. We have puffballs. Yes, there's little puffballs happening. And there's not too many bugs this season, but they are happening. They're just starting. They're late. They're a bit late, which is odd, but they are happening. This is a beautiful valley. You know, this whole caribou, even though it was ravaged by forest fires and clear cuts and whatever. That was a fascinating topic that came up. Maybe for folks listening um, to dig into more, one of the people that we were interacting with at the rodeo dance has connections with helicopter pilots Mm -hmm. and they have been writing letters. There's a number of them. I would love to hear Nate get more on this. Oh yeah. They've been writing letters to the provincial government about these corridors of trees that have been left that are unfortunately by design or by not design. um, There's straight lines, straight lines of, of no straight lines of actually um, high risk fire timber, standing timber that lead right into the cities. Right. So you right into Kelowna. Right into Kamloops. You could have just a small fire that would turn into a raging firestorm yeah. that would blow straight into one of our major cities. Yeah. Kamloops, Kelowna, like yeah. you're saying. So we've got eyes on it from above making these observations. Yeah. And they're writing. doing other things, but they're seeing it. Of course. But yeah, you literally a bird's eye view. Like yeah. literally they've got the bird's you, eye view. They're going, huh. They can't not notice. Can't not notice that. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm not going to be like, oh, nothing. it's by design, but I'm like, they're noticing like, oh, whoa, look, this is actually like a firestorm waiting to happen. Yeah. Let's write to, but where will it go? 
Yeah. How will it get dealt with? How will we ever... Well, and you know what the reality of it is? Yeah. That there are is such an industry. I was talking with a firefighter the mm-hmm. other day. He wants to move up here just because it's such an industry. Right. Um, but it's still not full-time year-round employment. It's yeah. seasonal. It's very seasonal. Yeah. But um, the whole fire industry has made a, an economy for itself. And it's being monitored. People that are professionals in that field mm-hmm. know. They can't not know. Right. They fly around in helicopters themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's specifically what they look for. So where are the fire breaks? Mm-hmm. Why aren't they back burning that? Why aren't they getting ready? Fire season's going to be here in what? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow? Well, we've got <sighs> issues like um, in 100 Mile, they thought a fire break was a clear cut. And I went and talked to experts oh, in the forest and they were like, no, that's oh. the, that's how you create a that's fire how hazard. how you create a fire hazard. That's, that's not a fire break. Right? So like what we drove through on the way up here, that's not a fire break by any no. stretch. Cutting, just removing all of the that's timber. That's not fire mitigation. No, that's not mitigation. Mm-mm. So lest anyone get confused. Oh, yes. Yes. Just because it seems like it might be doesn't necessarily mean it yeah. is. Exactly. Yeah. You have to bring in expertise and... And trust, but it's all. But not just expertise, but listen to the people who have real life knowledge. That's what I mean. I think that's what I mean. The host helicopter pilots yeah, see it. They have expertise because they are the bird's eye. Yeah, but people yeah. would look at them and say, "Well, here's the helicopter, know, here's helicopter pilot." No, I'm like actually, I'm somebody who can see it. Yes, I can see it. Yes, <laughs> on the daily. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So if somebody sees something, whether it's a deja vu moment mm-hmm. where you know milliseconds before something happens that something's going to happen you might and then as well it happens say it. it's teaching you to trust trust that it. you can test it see things yeah. and you can know things test it don't be afraid to be crazy because mm-hmm. otherwise you won't find out exactly who you are mm-hmm. what if you're not crazy but you feel crazy there you go i know a lot of people who go through who hasn't gone through that yeah, that's, a, that's the truth yeah oh it's good that's... stuff it's a good journey that's for sure I'm glad we drove up here today. We're going to have to come and do this again. Absolutely. It's a nice spot. Well, thanks for joining us for this special tailgate episode of Cameo Radio. Stay tuned for updates. Get tuned. Oh, yeah, get tuned. <laughs>